0: Cheers. Cheers. Cheers! Cheers! Ooh, good clarity! Ting, ting, ting! Ting, ting, ting! Welcome to episode 27
1: of Two Bottles In!
0: Oh, I can't think of anything clever to say about 27.
1: No. No. It's
2: the day when
0: loads
2: of when a famous people die.
1: <gasps> That's true. Oh my god,
2: that is true! <sighs>
1: yeah, Amy Winehouse, uh,
2: Freddie Mercury.
1: Freddy Mercury was not.
2: Was he change. not? <laughs> no, he was. I'm a bit
1: older than there. <laughs> Janis Joplin, Jimmy yeah, Hendrix. Yeah, Jimmy Hendrix. Oh, that's yeah. maybe see what I was thinking. Yeah, not Freddie. <laughs> no, oh, honey.
0: Love Freddie anyway. I just actually I just watched Rocket Man. Just managed to get around to that film. Have you seen it. Elton, Elton John. Elton John is so, not dead. No, 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 he's not dead. <laughs> but it's just it's Freddie. Not. <laughs> He's right not 27. Elton, the, the films, the bios. His the hair
1: films. might be 27. The rest <laughs> of
0: them is not. But that film was good. I really, a really. Oh, it look, was very man, good. It was a good film. Yeah. Anyway, massive digression straight off the back of the first minute of the podcast. <laughs> absolutely fine.
1: That's what this podcast is all about. <laughs>
0: anyway, so listeners, we have a very special guest with us this evening.
1: Ooh.
0: Oh, that sounds like a wow. Wow.
1: Oh, for old time's sake, that's the wow. Bring, <laughs> bring
0: it back. Uh, so we have a lovely friend of ours, Frankie, with us. Hi. <laughs> Hi.
1: <laughs> with a filthy laugh. <laughs> oh no,
0: don't. <laughs> no, it's fine, it's fine. This is what we're, we're all inclusive here. We don't we don't judge, we don't.
2: Best do. you know, yes, we do. It's not, it's oh, not the we first do. time that I've been told the laugh's dirty. I just don't hear it. I don't really know what a dirty laugh is, but apparently mine is dirty. Well, there you so go. I, I it's it. a good gift.
0: I Own have. it. Own it, I say. Yeah. What does it mean? Anyway. <laughs> what what, what <laughs> does it mean? What does it mean? Oh, who knows? But yes. Yeah, so Frankie is with us tonight. Thank you so much for joining us. Um we have no idea where this is gonna go because it just I mean it tends to go off on a tangent when we're all together. But. How
1: do we know Frankie? How do, how
0: do you know, we know Frankie? How do, do you Frankie come into our lives? That's well, that's a story and a half. How 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 true do we go on this? Uh so Frankie and I met um through a mutual associate. Mm, <laughs> yes, and um this uh, said person um asked if we could meet to talk because you
2: wanted to get into charity. Yes, that's yeah. right. When i just moved to London. I
0: can't even think how many years ago this was.
2: It was coming coming up five years in January.
0: Five years that- oh my god, it seems like so much longer. Are you joking? No,
2: no, five. No. Oh
0: my god. That's insane. Five years, is that it? Uh-huh. Oh, that's real. <laughs> Anyway, right, carry on. Um, so, yeah, so so we met in a random restaurant in Warren Street somewhere. It was, we went for lunch or something, didn't we?
2: Yeah, I remember we went to Frankel Manca. And then I oh, no, went Other oh, oh, uh, restaurants are available. And
1: then... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't slag off the sponsors. And, uh, yeah.
2: And I, and I ended up not doesn't. being able to eat there because I uh, cause I have nut allergies. And so we so we ended up going elsewhere. And mm. I don't remember where the elsewhere was. Probably I asked. I
0: probably would. Which, which is probably <laughs> yeah. where we went forever, forever, for ever. For the rest of the five
2: years.
0: Yeah. So,
2: yeah, so Frankie
0: and I met five years ago, which does not seem right. But anyway, I think it's because of what we've been through together. <laughs> <laughs> we've been through quite a lot. Um, so, Frankie and I used to work together. And I say used to because it was fairly recent mm. I left in February. Yeah. yeah. So Frankie works at Mary Stokes. I do. And she was in the, market, well, she is in the communications team. Yes. As you're currently called. Yes. Um, and yes. And then obviously Philip got to know you.
1: We've been drunk in this room many, 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 <laughs> many,
0: many, 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 many times. Yes. yes.
1: And Frankie does the best Halloween outfit.
0: Yeah, watch what you're ever. saying now. I was going to say, make sure that fit that sentence includes outfits.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, But like yes. the effort is unbelievable.
0: I think yeah, we bonded over Halloween, didn't we? we yes, had a, uh, that was our, our a Eurovision. Yes. Eurovision. Yes,
2: love Eurovision,
1: love yeah. that. Just excuse for a party.
0: Yes, actually you have, in fact, do you know what, you have been mentioned quite a few times yeah, on this podcast.
1: because of the ridiculous Eurovision drinking yeah. game. <laughs> I mean... which should be a podcast.
2: All like, in itself. special and... episode. Oh my god. I would be happy to come on again and, and talk through the rules that I... I think we've actually suggested <laughs> uh... that. I think yeah. we did say that
0: in one of the episodes.
1: It would take a podcast to get through the rules. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's but quite know, But the thing is, you need Frankie on hand... Because she's the only one that can keep track of yeah. the, the
2: rules. Yeah, well, I
1: can't remember <coughs> all of them. So it's good when you're shouting
2: <laughs> Pyrotechnic!
1: <laughs> shot.
2: Yeah, and the rules help to control the fun. So yeah, they that, do. That's the best bit of <laughs> yeah, it.
1: but also some of your rules do happen with every single song, <laughs> yeah. and sometimes multiple during one song. So you are shouting. <laughs> you need like a. But the thing
0: is, we all need. You like, need your own five personal Drinks in front of us. Because yeah. you've got you've yeah. got the mead, you've got the local tipple, mm-hmm, we've got then your own drink and then your shot.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, variety is the spice of life. It's very, <laughs> true. It's very, very true.
0: Very <laughs> true. So, but yes, we've uh, we've certainly had some adventures together. I would say, haven't we? Uh, yes. All sorts of things. So yeah, so we are glad that you are finally here. We've been trying to get you on here for ages actually, haven't we? Yeah, we <laughs> yeah, have.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, I'm sorry, I'm really rubbish.
1: <laughs> She's so busy. She's so
2: busy saving so the world. Um, one reproductive uh, right at a time. And or making Halloween costumes. And or making Halloween costumes, yeah. yeah.
1: Which oh. must be happening now.
2: <coughs> well Well, with my buddy Vix. I know, maybe this is well, thing, not yeah. having a Halloween I'm not party to have one.
0: Listeners, don't tell my fiance, but I was thinking maybe we could do a dinner party.
2: Ah!
0: <laughs> so we have like a little like, like a dinner party thing because it is quite late. We are, you know, very near the drop date <laughs> when it comes to Halloween. So,
2: did you see the picture I put on my Instagram? Yes, I absolutely adored it. Oh my god, it was so funny. I, I mean, I'm secretly hoping that you'll you'll have a <laughs> Halloween baby. No, because then it won't be ours, Frankie. We can't have this because otherwise it'll always be the
0: babies. No, I
2: don't <laughs> think so. You Damn could just dress baby. it
0: up and yeah, but we can't have our party. We'd always have to have a kids party. Mm, maybe not on the same day. That
2: just means <laughs> yeah. multiple Halloween parties, does it ah, not? I like your style. Yeah. Okay, just yes, did not think of that. A kids Halloween party, which is amazing because kids. Will do the games that you make them do, (laughs) and then an adult Halloween party, which I've now learned being an adult that adults don't like to be coerced (laughs) into doing party games. But we'll do the 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 Halloween fancy dress and some
0: drinking and drinking. We, I tell you what, we haven't even played the um, werewolves game, yet have we?
2: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Creaky dog. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Spooky stooky turn. Creaking door. <laughs> I didn't even know we had a
1: creaking door. Did you make that happen? Is that like a thing? Yeah. Is that part of your outfit? <laughs> <laughs> just like a, a butter that you put on your top. <laughs> Creaky door. Uh, I'm also
2: a foley artist in my spare time.
1: <laughs> slap you on the back again. Ha 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 ha. Wow. Oh my god. Oh, that was well. That was so random. <laughs> Anyway. The timing at its best. <laughs> I <don't know. clears throat>
0: anyway, uh, yes, no, you've never played the werewolves game with me, have you? This game that
2: um... no, I I I'm, I know about the werewolves game. My younger brother, who's in his thirties, like we're not talking about child. There's just like a, <laughs> there's an online like werewolf game. Oh, is like, there an MMORPG thing? Um, oh my god, online, which is like the werewolves game. But I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, it's it's so good. You've played it with me, haven't you?
1: Um, Years uh, ago, ref- we refresh my uh, the um,
0: ones where it, the one that Kate McDowell always gets really um, head up if she's not a werewolf and she has a tantrum.
1: Um, <clears throat> I uh, trying, <laughs> I was going to say you probably don't know.
0: know. It's, it dates back from the 18th century. It's it's like a really really old okay. Halloween game.
1: Okay, it's
0: brilliant. Anyway, but we'll, we'll get on. We'll will do that at the time. Like if we get this dinner party over the hill, I've just got to like pass it by Lawrence. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. but on to more interesting and more current situation. Should we do a little bit of an update?
1: Yeah, because you're pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I've been for a while. Now. Oh, are we talking about what we're drinking tonight, or is that not a thing?
0: Oh no, we can do. Should oh. we do that right
1: now? Uh, no. Well, let's drink it first.
0: Let's drink it first.
1: and what you feel. Because the it, first right? bottle of prosecco we've had is one we've had before. It's from Tooting Off Licence. Yeah, one of We're not going to make a big deal out plastics? of it. Yeah. The, the, the following work. one is an actual like you know. Well,
0: there's a little droplet. The,
1: you there know, you go. it's an imp- <clears throat> impressive yeah. bottle. But
0: well, what I was gonna say is that we've all discovered that we've all seen Fleabag live. Fleabag. <laughs> <including> Fleabag. <laughs> the Fleabug. German version
1: of Fleabag.
0: <laughs> we all went to see Fleabag live.
1: Not at the theatre because we really <clears> couldn't get tickets because they're like gold dust.
0: But also they were. Really expensive.
1: Really expensive. Like, or you could go to the National Theatre live cinema yes. event and see the play as if you were there. As if you were there. Yeah.
2: And even better because sometimes it went close upon her face. Yeah. I've yeah. seen that from the back of the theatre. No,
1: it's not like they have those um, screens like at a concert. So. Mm.
0: No, so true. Where did you see it then?
2: I saw it at the Soho a Picture House. Uh, oh,
1: we saw it—the ones with Southside Shopping Centre. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, she goes out because with she, her sister house. We're like, we, keep know, we it real. <laughs>
2: the
1: cinema near yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> KFC. Yeah, <laughs> show me you at KFC with the boy upstairs.
2: I was just trying to find anywhere that still had tickets left and enough tickets. I went with a couple, with some of my gals from that I dance with. Yeah. So I wanted to book out, like, quite a big row of seats. And, yeah, fair enough. And I was looking everywhere, and, and there was hardly any seats left.
1: So did you go and see it Live Live?
2: No, it was an encore. It was an encore. Yeah.
1: Us okay. oh, two. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you enjoy it?
2: Oh, my God. yes. I mean, <laughs> I... I can't even talk about how much I love...
0: Mm. <laughs> there was a very I think sort of when we went to see it, one of the things that we kind of really got swept away with is how she is able because as one person sat there and how you really she filled that stage mm. so heavily with different characters, yeah with it just being her
2: yeah,
1: she peopled the stage she
2: did didn't she yeah. it was amazing, and she didn't once take a drink of water.
1: Notice
2: yeah. that? that. I mean, that's incredible yeah. in and of itself. Like I can't talk for five <laughs> minutes without getting dry mouth. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah, well, we was. can't without taking a big swig <laughs> of prosecco. <Osaka. Yeah. laughs> but is true. Um, what annoyed me was when all the reviews came out. They were all like, "Oh, well, it's mostly if you've seen the first series and." I was like, no, this was the thing she did before. This I was going to say, this that is
0: what the TV
2: series is from. Inspired
1: the series. Yeah. So don't complain. Yeah. Do your research, people. Yeah.
2: Of course it was going to be the same.
1: But there were some great lines that weren't in the first series. Yeah. And some great stories that weren't mm. in the first series. And it was just... Yeah,
0: there was a couple of times where I got choked up mm. and, like, re- like she got me way more emotional in the... in. Her, Monologue than <coughs> in the in the TV show, definitely.
2: I found that it was darker. Yes. Than the TV mm. show. Yeah, we I think that. there wasn't as much hope.
0: It was very raw mm. and very real. You really did feel it was happening right there and then, mm. um, which I guess you don't get in a TV show because you still have that kind of reality check in that it thinks sort of put on and staged and everything um but i just thought she was absolutely incredible mm-hmm.
1: she was and there were two major laugh out laugh out loud moments that weren't in the series for me there was the line about when one, she was yes. having sex with someone and she saw the handprint. Oh, yeah. the oh
2: yes
1: i saw the handprint on the wall of when i had that threesome last was on my period oh yeah <gasps> oh, and then the, the whole story that. about what's it? Ex boyfriend Harry when he went to be sick in the toilet. Oh and yeah, then he was sick on the guy, and then.
2: <laughs> oh punched yeah, punched
1: the guy in the face <laughs> yes. because he knew the guy was going to punch him in the face. Yeah, for being sick on him, so he just punched him. He just in the punched face. him anyway. <laughs> Genius. Yeah,
2: that's probably a BBC but, yeah. blocker there,
1: probably.
2: But isn't it incredible that the show? is as similar as it ended up being. Because yeah. writing for theatre and writing for TV is a completely different kettle of fish. And she was able to, essentially, just take exactly what she'd written for that one-woman show. Yeah, and amazing. And put it word for word into a series. Mm. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah. She's such a talent.
1: But you were saying, after we'd seen it, which I agree with, is that we wish we'd have seen the one-woman show before the series, because you imagine... Sean Clifford playing the sister and you imagine it's very difficult Harry. to separate so you know you know, how, you, play, yeah. you know that it's Olivia Colman who's the evil stepmom and you know that the dad is the dad well
0: it's like the hus- the brother-in-law um, uh, he's American yeah. in the show mm. but then he's Scottish in her you know and it's yeah and it sort of yeah that was the only thing I think but I mean god it didn't take away from it did it
1: no it was, it's, I mean I'm just glad I got to see it
2: mm. me too
1: so Highly recommend National Theatre Live. Apart from the half a half an hour long advert before National Theatre <laughs> Did Live, you talk get about that? National Did Theatre you? Live.
2: Yes, but it didn't really make me want to go and see Midsummer Night's Dream with Gwendolyn Christie. No, th- yes. wasn't that bizarre? Yes. It looked very odd. Oh no, it looked amazing to me. I
0: just thought that like, no. the concept looked a bit bizarre.
1: I just don't what
0: the, the doing it as a sort of I didn't really understand the concept of whether you were like whether it was just a round theater or whether it was it
2: looked more immersive so it looked more like a secret cinema type of setup rather than a I'm not sure that it was I think it was essentially just it was performed in the round so in in essence all of the audience were 360 around where the yeah. stage it's just, like, was
0: the way, yeah I, I think it was all the acrobats and sort of yeah. bit and all the beds and all very bizarre
2: and it looked like it was a bit of a party
0: yeah I think I didn't really understand the concept that's probably what I was getting a bit confused at mm. I didn't really understand
1: but my thing was just we're at a National Theatre Life event so we know <laughs> yeah you don't need to like we're sold we <laughs> yeah. don't need a half an hour adverts but it was all repeating as well I don't know if you
0: have that they just kept repeating the same thing no. and were just. I, mean, I was getting really irritated by the end. I was like I'm pregnant and I'm really really tired no. this, you can't do this for much longer
2: I didn't mind so much because uh, one of our friends was waiting for her boyfriend and oh, so we were, really? we were just like keep keep these trailers going yeah. because Lizzie hasn't taken her seat yet really <laughs> quick <laughs>
1: Jeez. Whereas we were yeah. eager beavers. Yeah. Just like, so literally,
0: I'm going to finish all my popcorn and it's my treat of the week. So <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, I need my popcorn. I want it to last. But then actually, we had that really annoying guy in front of us and we started like, munching on his Doritos and getting his, his
1: bottle out.
2: You can see the whole thing. That's why I don't
1: go to the cinema at night. Yeah. I went to the <laughs> cinema today, during the day. Mm, mm. Much better. Three people in the cinema.
0: Oh, that's good.
2: What did you see?
1: Hustlers.
2: Oh! Bit
1: J-Lo, 50 years old, chicken and boo looking amazing. It was a great film. Highly recommended. Yeah. Great soundtrack. And like
0: I was saying to Philip, this is where it gets difficult for me because obviously I'm on countdown now, you know, I've got like five weeks to go. Do I enjoy the movie now or do I save it for when I've got no life and I'm, I'm sat at home? You know? This but then how much thing.
1: time are you going to have to watch an entire film Well, this the thing, when you've got a screaming baby. Well,
0: when you've got a screaming child, you just let the child do its thing, you know, needs to feed, needs to sleep, whatever. And that's what people have said, is that TV shows, like TV series and films <clears throat> are your best friends. Don't even try and read a book.
1: Mm. Oh no. It'd be
0: too knackered. But at least you can sit kind of like watching a movie mm. while... Like, you can get up and go to get something, or, you know, what have you. Because they can,
1: you know... Yeah, don't know. You can watch so it in where... bits. You can watch it in bits, can't you watch it in stages? This is where, like,
0: there's a couple, like, that Criminal UK and things like that. I'm saving. Mm. Yeah.
1: i saving. Well, the good thing about all those things is that you can just resume, can't you? Yeah. Resume. But then you want to watch them through, don't you?
2: And you can't often take a bed in the cinema.
0: Exactly. So, this is where, like, yeah, you've got to wait until they're out on...
1: Yeah. They do do daytime stand-up comedy shows for people with children, did you know that?
0: Wouldn't that be really annoying for the comedian?
1: No, because the comedians know what they've signed up for, yeah. and a lot of I them are baby. mums, so you get to see a lot of female stand-up comedians
2: mm. as well. Oh, okay. And a baby is just like a heckler anyway, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> if it starts, <laughs> yeah. it's it yeah, yeah. really annoying. Yeah.
1: It's not drunk, it's just, you know, but oh, same, really the, the same training, level yeah. of... Like training you same hecklers. level of intelligence as the heckler.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> what? Sorry, I don't speak. <laughs> so it's fine. Anyway.
0: You had some of them at your last gig, didn't you? Hecklers? Did you, didn't you have a heckler? No, oh, we're
2: talking about babies. No, no.
1: <laughs> no, no, not a baby. Oh. Did,
0: didn't you have a really annoying heckler? Or someone who just walked? Okay.
1: Think maybe some new you water. said there was a
0: really cool bunch of girls but yeah. then there was some really obnoxious
1: Oh, I can't remember Yeah. No.
0: Anyway Anyway, the whole main <coughs> let's sum up this, this segment uh, that you should go see Fleabag Live
1: <laughs> yes. yes, and if you're a fan of Phoebe Waller-Bridge she apparently well, I know because I've listened to them all she loves a podcast She loves a podcast oh, If you go on to yeah. your uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts? Snaping Phoebe waller Bridge, she's done loads of interviews on loads of different podcasts. They're all amazing because it's her. Give it a whirl.
0: Well that's why we love her. Yay.
1: Yay. I've been
0: holding on to that for like five minutes. Um, <laughs> yes, so
1: congratulations on your, your Emmys, Phoebe waller Bridge. Yay. Yay!
0: Oh yeah, that was one of the best speeches ever. She does I love do that. a good
1: speech. And this is getting ridiculous.
0: <laughs> I just love that she said about, what was it, that she was a pervy woman winning an award or something. Yeah. What was I can't remember exactly what it's she like said. The
1: Americans have taken to heart a pervy woman who loves... Sex and... Uh, sex and dick jokes. Yeah. That was fabulous. Don't we all? Don't we all? Oh. So,
0: um, so yay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Feedback Live. It's still... I think they're still doing on-call showings. Are they? I think so. I think they're dragging it out. And I can imagine it might be one of those things that might slip onto like BBC. Two I was going to say something. it
0: might slip sort of into the digital. Or Sky world.
1: Arts or something like that might show Or well, they
0: might even do it on the national, because um, they've got their own, I think the, is it National Theatre They've got their own channel?
1: Oh, you're on your own on the. Uh, oh, on YouTube? Yeah. Oh, maybe, yeah. I
2: mean, it better not go public because I spent a lot of money on it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, um, we want people to see. It. Yeah, that's true. I won't
2: be selfish.
1: No.
0: Yeah, he have got to share the feeds, Yes. Share the VBs out. So. <clears throat>
1: so you heard the pop. What are we drinking?
0: Oh, so today I don't know why I'm always telling you what you're drinking because I'm not even drinking the damn thing.
1: What are you drinking?
0: I am drinking a fine, uh, a very fruity vintage. Of, vintage. Uh, yes. Yes. It's uh, a beautiful uh, deep fruit. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> so glad said fruit. <laughs> oh my god. But even then, it's like, what, a cucumber?
0: It's a fruit twist.
1: <laughs> She's been part of a drive by fluting.
0: Where are you from? <laughs>
1: it's Mrs. Mrs. Darkfield? Oh
0: my god, I was like, is that supposed to be like, what, Glaswegian? <laughs> yes. yes. Murder! There's been a murder!
1: Um, so, a vintage... Fanta. So.
0: It's a Fanta,
1: love.
0: Right. <laughs> but I'm drinking it out of a flute, so it kind of makes it classy, so it's alright.
1: <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> and we so are you drinking... you two
0: yes. are enjoying... Have you taken a sip, then? Yeah, it's uh, lovely. Is it? This one... I think my sister bought it for me. But I've just investigated. And it's from Majestics. And it's uh, a Romeo and Juliet Tra- Tra- Travizo.
1: Ooh, it, oh,
2: romantic.
1: Oh, that no. It. <laughs> Are you it's not got you? nuts in it, has it? I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> I'm just,
2: um, no. It's, it, I just half half thought it might be something. To, it, it might share the name of a relative of mine.
0: I was just going to say, I don't know why I'm trying to pronounce it. You should pronounce it.
2: What? Familia Pasqua? Is, that what, is well, that what you're talking yeah, about? Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I had a. Yeah, uh, I come from um, an Italian family, and we. we Me mum always did used to talk about an anti Pasqua. So oh, really? An anti but obviously that's not a family
1: name. Well, well it is. I come in this from an case, Italian family. But... Me mum.
2: An Italian yeah. family that migrated to the northeast, as they often did. I honestly. Um,
0: don't mock the, uh, the great northeast Italian clan. Yeah,
2: also. Mama in Italian. You'd shorten it to mum wouldn't you?
1: Uh, okay then. There you go so, no, don't plead it, don't you? <laughs>
0: um, so yeah, so this is this is eleven ninety nine from Majestics, available online because I've just checked. Um, and saying it's a sister purchase, it should be very good. Is it nice? It's lovely. What's the That's bubble? You know what majestic. I like need to know about the bubble. Are we talking about fizzy noses? Or are we talking quite soft? heartburny, acidy... Honest, soft. Soft. For me. And I've honestly never thought about Prosecco in this detail <laughs> before, so... It's the one thing that I cannot stand is when you... You know when you drink like a uh, Prosecco or champagne or something and when you swallow it, it's so fizzy that you get that kind of like acidy, sort of heartburny mm. fizz in your nose and you're like... Ugh. Awful.
1: No, I think this is... For me, this is soft. Okay.
2: Mm. Bubbly on the palate. <laughs> <laughs> very good one. That was yeah. fun. <laughs> <laughs> bubbly up in the fine. I like that.
0: I think that's our uh, title right there. <clears throat> so, something else happened this week. Segway.
1: <laughs> Look, well, lots of things. James. Well, lots of things. Right? So,
0: uh, something happened on Thursday. Very exciting.
1: Oh, um BBC3 online.
0: On BBC3. And yeah. it was the very... First episode oh. of a show that we're a bit fatigued with, but
1: <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> UK. Oh, that, good! <laughs> oh, another
2: wow! I'm so <laughs> <excited>. <laughs> that's
1: the bubbles on the palette, though. That that's the
0: bubbles on the <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: and We've we... all we've all seen the first episode. We've all yes, seen yes.
0: it. We've all seen yes. It. And Frankie's in agreement with Individually us that we did not
1: watch it together. <laughs> no.
0: Mm. But Frankie's in agreement that the US one was getting a bit
1: Relentless. Yeah. So mm. So what yeah. did we what did
0: we think? The, the the first episode?
1: I thought it was a very strong opening. Yep,
0: yeah, agreed.
1: Um And Yeah, I'm a bit I was gonna I was thinking about it earlier and they've gone for the proper like let's make this as British as possible and they keep mentioning the Queen and all this kind of stuff. Then I thought in America they kind of really go for it with like patriotism and Trump the Rusical, so I'm not gonna like sag them off for being like stereotypically British in their challenges. No, I think they like have that. to. Um I thought they had a really good mix of Queens. Um yeah, it looks good. Like mm. the the feel of it, the camera work, the colors, everything. It looks really professional, fabulous. Alan Carr was amazing.
0: See, I wasn't so sure about. He Alan. came with
1: one really good comment about um Bradley Kendall.
0: Yeah, I thought he'd be way
2: funnier. Well, I think he you kept know, quiet he's a lot.
1: Nervous first episode, and we
2: don't know that they kept quiet. Because it's, all down it's to heavily the edit. edited, isn't it? Yeah, like you're they, probably right. About they that, literally yeah. get like one comment each per Queen, don't they? Yeah, <laughs> that's
1: yeah. true
0: actually. And yeah, I suppose the thing is, that you can't be funnier than Rue anyway. Mm. Like, there's no way you can be funnier than Roo. No. Mm.
1: And most of his comments are all written for him apparently. Oh, oh yeah, all the inside tea from um, race chasers, <laughs> <laughs> all the inside tea. But um, i
0: tell you who was great was the other judge, Steve, uh, um, Stephen Garfield. Andrew, Steve Gar- Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Do You know, what, I've got a friend called Stephen Garfield and he's just got engaged today.
2: That's why I just want to... Oh, congratulations, Stephen
1: Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not a judge on Rebels, aren't You're not so... on
2: Brad Sorry, Stephen.
1: <laughs> Happy wedding, but yeah, aim higher. just
0: today. Anyway, sorry, that was a massive... That Andrew
1: Garfield, yes. Andrew
0: Garfield, yeah. Andrew Garfield. Yeah, he was great. He was good, wasn't he? I oh. thought he was really funny. Yeah. yeah. I liked the way he was uh, delivering his, just against Rue, just a little bit of like, you know, sexual play, with oh, it? Oh, yeah. yeah. He was good. Gay
1: yeah, heaven. Yeah, exactly. I'll show you what gay heaven is in just a
0: oh. minute. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so I thought the yeah. queens all were, it was a good age range. Mm. I think you've got mm. some really old cl- fashioned like, sort of cabaret. classic yeah proper UK british drag but then you've got some really new talent but then you also had like the american influence in there as well like you had some insta queens and things like yeah. that yeah mm.
1: and, and a straight guy Oh,
0: frankly, okay. so I've done yes. some
2: Insta stalking and. <laughs> uh, Ooh. Yeah, scary cat, Ooh. breaking scary. news, breaking news. <laughs> no, no. Scary cat is by it seems from that ah. like Insta. So um, so yeah, not not a not a straight queen per se. I
1: mean, yeah, not straight up, but he wasn't screaming straight.
0: No, I think he was
2: very um, open
1: and. Um, yeah, no, fluid
0: fluids of the yeah yeah, yeah, yeah I, I loved
2: Scary Cat's look it was very to me it was very Harajuku Harajuku girl oh, the, yeah 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 Lolita. cosplay yeah
1: be honest yeah because oh, yeah. that's why I, t- I enjoyed who, it
0: there was another drag queen that said they based on cosplay and I was like I don't get it I don't see it who was that was that gothy? Gothi Gothi Kendall, probably because they said they based themselves on, on cos and I was like I don't really see it maybe it's my ignorance around cosplay but I don't know uh, from what my assumption of what that is,
1: I'm too old. As a you, genre, you say like, cosplay, I say cold play.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we cosplay. Well, cosplay is anything. Just, I suppose it's interpretation, isn't it? Yeah. In like, a, you know, pop culture as a pop culture icon. So I guess,
0: yeah, I guess I'm taking cosplays in the kind of anime side and all the sort of comic, that comic, yeah. Year.
1: That's what I interpreted Interpret as. It as, well. as.
0: Mm. So maybe it's I saw like Scary Cat more, it touching that yes stuff than mm. than Gothy Kendall did.
1: Whereas fans of old school drag just would not get that. Mm. like well, because as we've said before on this podcast, you know it's fine being an Instagram queen and having the best looks and everything like that, but drag queens. Generally, the way they make their money is to stand on stage Mm. in a rowdy bar, usually. Mm. Yeah. And hold the room. Mm. Can't hold the room if all you've ever done is hold your phone. (sighs) That's Yeah, Yeah, enticing people.
2: Well, I don't know, because Scary Cat's a good performer. And even though they'd never performed before. So I think... He hadn't had it. It's not necessarily about experience, though. It seems to me, it's just about whether you've got a natural ability mm-hmm. to be a performer. Which and and I and I'm not um, what you would call a fan of RuPaul's Drag Race. Like I've I've never watched an entire series before, but I'm definitely going to stick out the UK version because I really enjoyed it in a way that I couldn't connect to the US ones that I've watched. And I think mm. it was mm. it just wasn't connected. I think with the with the really brash US-ness about it. Yeah. But I found the UK one really funny. But, you know, don't let me. It'll be, but...
0: Well, no, no, I think I think you're right that there's a very... The, it, as long as they stick to this, mm. because I think you're right that there is quite a brashness. That's quite a good word to use for the US one. But again, it's cultural difference as mm. well. Like, you know, we're very much a, a country that embraces the American culture, but at the same time also objects it. We don't like a lot of it. Because to us, it's too much. It's too intense. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see where they take this. I'm really curious to see where they take Drag Race Mm. UK to see whether they embrace some of the traditional sort of UK uh, drag scene into it. Or whether they just use all the same um, challenges from the US.
1: Mm. It'll be interesting, I think. I also think it was like the face crack of the century when, you know, RuPaul's Drag Race season 11 in America, they get $100,000. Oh, I know. In the UK, they get a web series in America. Yeah. And if they win a mini challenge, they get a badge.
2: They get,
0: yeah, the RuPeter badge. And like in America, they get like a £3,000 holiday.
1: Because of licensing and all Mm. that stuff, they're not allowed to give them money. But I hope to be right. Like, Are you. Are you actually do you have kidding? any idea how much I spent on dresses for this stupid <laughs> show? And yeah. I get a badge!
0: <laughs> I did quite like the fact that they did a repeater badge though. I thought I that mean, was like, a was very Oh funny. my god. <laughs> Wait, like, I want a repeater badge. Oh.
1: Go along yeah. with a repeater one. Hopefully they'll get. I mean, they will get work out of it, you know. Hmm. Oh, Hidel yeah. Del Rio just played Wembley Arena. Come on. Mm. And so, so, there is and money to, to be made better. from being a rue girl. Yeah. But yeah, I have high hopes.
0: So, okay, so this early on, episode one, who's who's your fave? Who's the one that you're rooting for, rooting tooting for?
1: Well, I loved Bag of Chips mainly because of her opening. <laughs> you know, yeah. when they walk <laughs> into the workroom and she's just like, and Bag of Chips. I love a battered sausage and I love nothing better than being covered in daddy's sauce. (laughs) Like, nailed it. Some of them walked in and didn't say anything. They just posed. And I was like, this is your moment. This is the thing that's going to be the thing. Mm. No, I
0: think no. Because people will make a
1: compilation of those walk-ins because they do for every single season. And you're just going to walk in and not say anything? Yeah. (sighs) I don't know. Mm. Yeah, bag of chips. Um... I like all the gobby ones. Davina DeCampo, even though she's got the most annoying laugh. I
0: know. This is the only thing, because obviously. It looks know, like
1: a Reach toothpaste. I, her and yeah, yeah. Well, like
0: podcast listeners know that I love Davina. Like, she's one of my favourite UK drag queens, anyway. So, obviously, she's going to be my number one. But yeah, she needs to stop with the screaming.
1: But the when screaming, she said that. Thing, I was like, stop it! <laughs> when she said that thing about. You know, I've done this, I've done this, I've done that. I can think in like, five different octaves whilst doing the splits. But, you know, that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, yeah, but that is what you can that's do. That's what you can do. You are an opera singer.
0: That's the thing. She can do so much. She's yeah. got such a range of talents. You know, that she does stand-up. You know, she does perform. She's theatrical. She does all the dance routines. She can do all of that, you know. And that's what I... I just hope that she gets a chance to show it all off because that's mm. a real strength that she's got that I think not a lot of people have mm. so how about,
1: how about you who are your top tier? well
0: Davina obviously is my number one but yeah I think it's the old school lot yeah. it's you know I think vinegar strokes bless her she didn't have a very strong star at all but as a drag queen uh, that I know on Instagram that I've followed her and I've seen her live and stuff like I love her but she just hasn't so I'm kind of like, she's like my underdog. I'm hoping that she'll come through mm. a bit stronger. Mm. But yeah, it's Bag of Chips and um, Davina for me. But, uh,
1: and yeah. uh, thank you. Do you have any,
2: uh... Well, someone who doesn't really know much about drag culture <laughs> or drag queens at all. <laughs> um, my favourites were something one. Because yeah. of the artistry of their costumes, and I love—I have costumes. to say, yeah,
0: that was very impressive. Her catwalks were amazing.
2: It was unbelievable. Mm. I was—I just had absolute costume envy. <laughs> I was like, how can I do this for Halloween? Yeah, um, yeah, that was very really good. impressive. And then, and then again, I—I I think for the artistry, Scaredy Cat.
1: Well. Yeah, but oh, I've got off to lose. so
2: <laughs> yeah, But they're, they're my two faves As of ep
0: 1 As of ep, exactly I mean, we've got, yeah. you know We've got quite a lot. we just talk about
1: mm-hmm. That lip sync Spoiler alert <gasps> But Gothic Endol Oh my oh. god! I know, I was really, it was like, really like, painful. What is going on? It made Sophie ellis to look like Jennifer Lopez <laughs> <laughs> It's the laziest lip sync It was like it was like it was wafted afar rather than doing any kind of movement
0: yeah but this is the thing some of those queens cannot perform like that because that's not in their repertoire but then at the same time if you're going on to drag race surely you've seen it before you know exactly what's coming mm. so you improve you but
1: apparently Gothic Kendall hit bad because didn't Alan Carr say something about when he came out with the tiger face and the he, he said, oh, he looks like of an estate agent They went to a party and oh, got yeah. his face, well, pa- face painted. And Gothic again does come back and it was Mugler. I was wearing Mugler. Oh. And I was like, well, you can wear what you like, love, but...
0: No, you look like true, a drag queen Blair, with a face.
1: Like... You look like a drag queen who'd gone to a children's birthday party <laughs> and pushed children out of the way to get your face painted by a tiger. Yeah. Oh, anyway, well, I think um... even
2: Michelle Visage didn't even realise that they were meant to be a tiger because she thought they were meant to be like red Leicester cheese or something. <laughs> oh, <yeah.
1: She> was... <laughs> well, that was yeah. the whole thing,
0: wasn't it? That, that she was trying. But then you can't just wear a black suit and just a face. Um... Surely you do the whole suit, like the whole. Anyway. <laughs> Whatever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she can say she's a real girl now, she can get those teeth yeah. fixed Everything will be fine Aww, oh,
2: no, they do sad. need to Get their
1: teeth All the drug After they've been on the Drag Race, that's literally The first thing they do, when <laughs> they get their first big Club booking, after they can say I was on a real drag race, they get their teeth done no, It's like no. a thing But you know, a lot of them can't afford to, Well, in America, my god So, get your teeth done but this,
2: this made me think about something, actually, because, you know when, um, I'm not going to be able to remember the name, this is really bad, um, the Vivian? Mm. Yeah. So, when they came out in their Queen look.
1: Like the old Queen. The old Queen. Them.
2: Yeah. And Michelle Visage made a comment about thinking that they were wearing prosthetics. Yeah. Mm. But that it was their real nose. It made me think, like, I... Growing up, I always had a thing about my nose, and I think this is something that probably a lot of women feel like noses in particular we don't like when we have big noses. I'm completely happy with my nose now having grown up, but um I was wondering whether it becomes a thing whether when drag artists are dressed as women whether they end up feeling the insecurities when they get comments like that that women feel like in general because of yeah, me I, mean, and... I, would,
0: I would I would assume that that probably would yeah. be the case that they start adopting certain um feelings that you get because though when they're in drag you know they're they're being objectified yeah you know, I think it's a lot about getting criticized on their drag people you know I, I admittedly I've done it when we I can't remember who did we go see and I thought they looked dreadful <laughs>
1: no that don't know
0: <laughs> but you know you do you, you it's, it's the same. I think a lot
1: of it is makeup. So a lot of the American queens get commented on because of their makeup because they're used to being club queens, not TV queens. Mm. And the way you do your makeup for TV is very yeah, different. That's In true, a club actually. you have to be like it has to be caked. Yes. Whereas TV has to be a lot more subtle. So you looked yeah, at, like season true. five, Jinx Monsoon, and she always has like that nasty contour thing. Yeah. Because you didn't get that the cameras are gonna pick up every single mm. thing. And so a lot of it is stuff that you can change. But if it's something like your teeth or like Trinity Cabernet, Mm. always have to wear the thing, then, yeah, it's going to make you insecure. And loads of the queens have had plastic surgery after they've done drag race. Yeah. Mainly because they have access to a lot more money than they had before and they just go hog wild and just like, oh, yeah, we're going to get everything done. If you looked at Sharon Needles now as opposed to Sharon Needles when she was on the season, it's two different people.
2: That's really sad. Like, I wouldn't want someone to go and do something that they loved and then to feel insecure because of it.
1: But then, you know, some of them do it to improve their lives, improve their living. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting one, though, because I think there is that... The whole point of drag is that you you can create whatever you want to create and identify sort of your uh bring out your strengths but then if you're still having to improve yourself do you know what i mean if you're creating a character you'll surely create a character that's that's your strengths but if you're still uh feeling insecure about certain aspects of your either your body or you know whatever um yeah that is it is a shame isn't it hmm. but i guess that's the same for all genders all
1: yeah, but you look at poor, He hasn't More had group. a huge amount of work done because he's he's not a big fan of plastic surgery. He's had a lot of Botox done, and when he goes from did you male... say he's
0: not a fan of plastic surgery?
1: Not really, but he no. does
0: that botched
1: show. Yeah, because he has got to use his skills to pay the bill. <laughs> but he okay. take when he's. He Female so rule, he, he tapes I was say his face he, back. Alternatives. he uses so much sound tape that Phelettes could pick him up. Algo, that's oh, original pee rag, him <laughs> But yeah, his face is taped up so much that like, you know, if, if someone makes him laugh on the kitchen table, it looks really bizarre because he's kind of like,
2: <laughs> like, Latoya, like Latoya Jackson. Oh, I used to yeah. feel when I used to do ballet exams and my mum used to put me hair into a French scalp plait and it was like everything just gets pulled and you feel like you can't move your face. It's like oh. Botox, really.
1: Crude and facelift.
2: Mm. <laughs> okay, I've got crude and postcode, so you know. <gasps> it's at. Oh
1: word, so you can use it there as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Oh my god. Anyway, so it's going to be on every Thursday at eight o'clock on BBC iPlayer. So tune in for We Got Strike Race UK. Yeah. Maybe you'll win a badge too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> gosh, seriously, show me the money.
0: I know. Just I'd be I am really intrigued though to see what they do like if they do take it to
1: I just don't know. They've got some good judges coming up. Cheryl Cole. Good Cheryl Tweedy. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Cheryl's on. Is she not gonna just naturally gravitate towards Cheryl Hall though? Is that not favouritism? <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't know. I don't Cheryl's know um, good, uh... from Essex. Uh, yeah, that's true. A bit of a north south divide going on there.
0: There's a couple of northerners. Jade's on, from Little Mix, and Shields. Oh. There you
2: go.
1: Someone from Game of Thrones. I don't know.
2: Who? Oh, oh Maisie Williams. Yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah, I've got
0: a couple of good guests coming on so we'll just have to see. See how it goes.
1: Uh, that we will, that I'll we will. It.
0: So yeah, no, it's uh it's been an interesting week I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh. T
0: V stuff. Um so
1: another other updates. Oh. Well you are pregnant. Uh,
0: yeah, I suppose. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. It says it on the sheet.
0: Well yes. Five weeks to go <laughs> no, don't need <laughs>
1: And applause.
0: So why, not that I've either got this far or the fact that I've got that little left? Just,
1: you know, <laughs> that you're going on this great journey.
0: This is a hell of a journey, I can tell you. <laughs> I've actually got to the point now where I don't flipping care. I'm just... <clears throat> a
1: bit too still or drinking Fanta.
0: Yes. Just...
1: So how's it going?
0: Fine. <laughs> I honestly, I don't know why we do this every episode. Because you know, I don't want to talk about it. Because well. <laughs> it just to me sounds boring. Why does everybody want to know about what I'm going through? <laughs> also, it's no one else's
2: business. Well, I get
0: that. <laughs> but do you know what? Do you know what has been interesting is the whole touching the tummy thing. Yeah. So
2: something that I thought yeah, I was... I've not
1: touched your tummy yet. No. Did you know that?
2: And I only touched it because you were like, "Here, feel this, feel how hard it is." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, "Fine." But that's, this is the thing, like,
1: <laughs> and you'll never want to turn that off a down. What? And I you oh, made Jack drop,
0: because he was like, "Can I touch it? Can I touch it?" I was like, "You won't want to, Jack, because he's Jack's squeamish." And I was like, "You won't want to touch it; it'll make you feel sick." And he, because the uh, there was like an elbow or something; it was like a a joint, and he just literally was
1: like. <coughs> Well, that's nice, the wonder of <laughs> the nature of being. Um,
2: it is very bizarre, but... What a beautiful miracle. But you get
0: strange wanting <laughs> to touch it. And yeah. And I thought I would always try. be very protective and like, no, I don't want you to touch my stomach. But actually, I, I'm actually the other way, which I'm really surprised at. I'm mm. actually, I don't care. I'm like, yeah, if you want to do it, it's fine. It's not, you know,
1: uh-huh. not going to give you the plague or anything, so... Oh, no, i should not But
0: it's very bizarre because you kind of, when you first get pregnant, you feel that you're going to be like this certain way, and you're not, you, you're really not.
1: No, I guess it depends on the pregnancy and yours has not being that easy.
0: No, I've been miserable through mine. So no. I think that the thing is, what I've realised is that I think at the beginning, I felt very much like it was a disassociation in the fact that I felt like a vessel, that everybody was bothered about the baby and not me, and that I had split my identity, so... I wasn't Vix anymore. I was pregnant Vix and I wasn't the Vix that I was. Whereas now I've realized that I can be both. Mm. So, you know, three weekends out in around Soho. Thank you very much to all Midnight. Mm. You know, still, still done, got it. But yes, it's it's been a it's been a very big mental um Fight for me. I don't like the fact that I have to help, I have to get people to help me more. That has been a massive thing. Lawrence and I have had so many arguments because I don't want him to help me. I want to be able to do it for myself. I want to be able to sort things out myself. But I've had to accept that you can't and you know, you just have to sit back and let other people do things for you, even though these little things that you used to do with not even a flinch, you know, things that would be part of your daily life. You can't do anymore. And that I don't like. Because I don't like feeling... I guess it's the vulnerability and the weakness. You don't Mm. like feeling... You know, when you've sort of like... Been so able for so long. And then suddenly out of nowhere you're not.
1: Yeah, but... You know. Take it. Take it. But
0: this is what's so interesting. So many people have said that. So many people have said... It's the one time that you can take... To to make everybody else do everything for you. I'm like... But I don't want everybody else to do anything for me. Mm. I'm quite capable... And I hated when people were like, you're pregnant, sit down, you're pregnant. I'm like, I'm not fucking disabled, I don't have cancer. like.
1: No, but do you want to sit down?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's like today, I got on the bus today. I always want to sit down. (laughs) But but there's a defiance in you. This is the thing, like today on the bus, I refused to sit down. There was about eight people offered me a seat. And just because I was going a certain distance, I knew I could handle it. (laughs) But at the same time, like you try and like defy yourself, and you're actually making it worse for yourself. But it's because everybody else is being over. I don't I don't know how to describe it, but like they're just being mm. over um, caring.
2: You don't want to be wrapped up in cotton wool. Yeah, and you want to be able to know where your own limits are as well.
0: Yeah, I just feel that, and this is where I've had a massive issue going into the antenatal clinics every two weeks, because the amount of women that sit in there and they're like. Uh, uh, you know like a damsel in distress like hanky wiping the brow type of thing and i'm just like oh, for fuck's sake you're the reason why we're you know women are objectified in the way we are mm-hmm. and like thought of as the, the weaker sex because these women are sat there like it's some like massive drama and i'm like we've been doing this for hundreds of thousands of millions of billions of years like this is not a big deal like just get on with life yeah.
2: Yeah, i you know. watched Vikings. I know that the Shield <laughs> Maidens were pregnant <laughs> during yeah. a battle. But then, but then I don't know.
1: you don't know everyone's individual experience. I appreciate
0: that, and, I, and you're right. Some people I, have I think it's a personal... I think it's a personal... I don't know what the word is, but like... I think it's because I personally don't want people to see me as weak. And it's a personal mm. issue, a mental issue from my perspective. You know, that I've always stood up for myself. I've always identified as a very strong person and very mentally aware as well. A very sort of strong, mentally aware person. And I think I have denied myself my true feelings for the first half of this pregnancy.
1: Um, Yeah. But then speaking of someone who's never, ever, ever going to be pregnant, (laughs) there's nothing worse than seeing a packed tube with a heavily pregnant woman like, you're just like, I'll just move people out of it. sit down! Because I'm just like, I can, so I'm can't. i not carrying another human being around with me. I'm carrying an umbrella. So, please <laughs> sit down, because, you know, you're carrying another human being. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's like giving a piggyback to someone all the fucking day long.
0: It's, I don't know, In my mind. but sometimes, but this is the thing, like, because when, uh, this, is, this is where, interestingly, when you get halfway through the pregnancy, you actually don't want to sit down. You want to stand up because of the way you, everything's moving and back your back and you you, you know I decided to curl my leg and you know sitting down actually made it worse and all this. But it's just the it's weird because you get angry at people if they don't look up and check, but then you get angry if people hundred one people like insist you sit down mm-hmm. because then you feel patronized mm-hmm. and like it's a very it's a very bizarre thing to overcome as someone who very much identified as a strong, you know, secure woman who could look after themselves and, you know, be very independent and strong. And you've gone into this kind of like state where you have to accept and embrace the vulnerability of being pregnant because there is a danger to it. There is a risk. Mm. You know, if you do push yourself too far, you could hurt yourself and, you know, the baby that's growing inside you. But it's a it's been a very difficult journey for me. And it's not that I haven't enjoyed, you know, When people say, oh, enjoy the pregnancy. It's like the best thing ever. You'll miss it when
2: it's gone. And I'm like. Whoa. <laughs> it's like, I'm missing cream cheese and salmon right now. Cream
1: cheese so. and tequila.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's more like gin and pate. You are missing your gin. I you am so much.
1: You and Maria, former guest of Friend of the Pod.
0: Oh, I know. I, do you know, I'm really glad that Maria's pregnant at the same time as me. Because yeah. Maria's just as miserable as me, which is great.
1: I'm also glad I was messaging Maria the other day. And um we were messaging each other for about half an hour on that? just back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. Before she mentioned her pregnancy. <laughs> she was more concerned about keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> that is why I love her. Oh,
0: oh God, I love Maria. But Maria's the one that just like, makes me feel more sane because she's, just as either, she's either just mm-hmm. as miserable or she's just as moany about people. So, But
1: she just wants gin. She's, been, she's, oh my God, she's God. bought gin. She's bought
0: We Did she tell you we've made gin. a list, though? We've made a list between us of what gins we're going to have and what cheeses we're going to have.
1: Well, I think that's helpful. <laughs> just... <laughs> have you bought anything for the baby yet? Yeah, stuff and things. Yeah, (laughs) baby's first gin. We haven't bought any any clothes or
0: anything yet, but you know that's fine. It could be a that's
1: what Primark. You're running around naked, drinking (laughs) gin.
0: We haven't bought any clothes or anything. Babies don't know shame yet; they don't
2: need clothes. Nah, that's
0: the thing, you know. And I'm I'm sat there like asking these really stupid questions, like it doesn't need one of them, does it? And I'm like, it's tiny. Why does it need so many blankets? Why does it need so many things? And Lawrence is like, because it shits and pisses everywhere. <laughs> I'm like, all oh, right. right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like, fair enough. So do I. I don't have <laughs> <a blanket. laughs> well, what was Well, do you know what we have decided we're going to do? We're going to do, like, basically a point system, like a sweepstake thing. And we're going to do, basically, between Lawrence and I, who gets who gets projectile vomited first, who gets the (gasps) green poop down the leg first, (laughs) (laughs) and whoever wins, so whoever gets the most points um, gets to get the other person to like, we haven't decided what the actual rules and what the thing is, but we're going to like get them to like try something they don't want to try or like do something they don't want to do or something like that.
1: Yeah. It also has made me realise that I need to bring a change of clothes every time I come to visit you, <laughs> yeah, just, in case, just in case that's me.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. <gasps> Although what I'm wearing today you could just be sick oh, tall. I know. got a big, sick colour. Or poo. That's, that's poo I'm not sick. It's
0: kharky. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, so there you
1: go, that's a, <laughs> a rant and a poem. I'm be because next month is November, which is due month. Oh, my God.
0: Literally, um. yeah. I've got five weeks. What <sighs> day the jew? So, 22nd, but they reckon that I'm going to... They're going to induce me okay. uh, sort of a week or two early. Mm-hmm. So, they reckon two weeks. I'm not particularly happy with two weeks early. I want one week early. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so we'll find it. So that's you, don't, you don't want
2: to alarm them. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, just leave it where it is.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, so we're just... We're kind of battling out. The midwife was like, no, it'll be two weeks. And I'm like, yeah, maybe let's think about, let's consider one. You know, just, mm. just a little bit. You know, because I'm thinking, we haven't got anything done in the house. But, you know, we've bought more than Maria. That's the main thing. I keep saying to Maria, have you bought this yet? And she's like, nope. I was
1: like, no, oh, you need to get on <laughs> Okay. So
0: I keep sending her stuff saying, buy one of these, buy one of these. Amazon Prime, Amazon Prime. So...
1: you'll be fine
0: exactly that is what Amazon Prime is for and there's a Prime up the road which I can walk to so it's fine yeah and there's free cycle and there's free cycle Um, Facebook Facebook market market. that has been the best thing I have found because buying baby shit is expensive Mm
2: -hmm. ridiculously
0: expensive so things that like we found in mother my poor mum bless her she's she's so desperate to be grandma and she, she's like, I want to buy this, I want to buy that. I'm like, no, that's the one we want. So we go Google, Facebook, Marketplace, da-da-da-da, and mm-hmm. find it. Yeah. Big. Half the price or whatever.
2: Yeah. Saves the planet too.
0: Yeah, it's true.
1: Saves the planet. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Reduce, reuse, recycle. Is that
0: one of your taglines?
2: I mean, it, I think it's, it's quite a, a well-known phrase, I but sure, <laughs> I've, I've never heard that. <laughs> oh, really? I
1: think it's kind of uh, worldwide stuff is Yeah, weekend, yeah never
2: heard that one. Okay.
1: Okay. I'll
2: claim it. Yeah, claim it. <laughs> do
0: it. I haven't yeah. heard of
2: it. <laughs> so,
0: but, uh, yeah, so that's me, Jen. Uh, how about how's the relationship, the ship of relations?
1: It's all good. Still together.
0: Yeah, why did you go this weekend? What did you do?
1: Uh, we went to Birmingham, Birmingham, Birmingham. Midlands, not Alabama, <laughs> and um, I met uh, Warren's sister, niece, and nieces' boyfriend. <laughs> which I was making a really big deal out of, and then he said, Well, I met your brother and sister-in-law on the third date. So my nose had to just take a back seat and be like, all right, all right, all right. It's not a competition. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they were lovely. I had a lovely weekend. Had lots of gorgeous food. Lots of little drinks. I think I passed the test.
0: I'm totes sure you did.
1: So yeah. Still together. Got a holiday booked. <gasps> Where?
2: Where are you going? We're
1: going to Lagomera. Have I've you heard
2: that.
1: of that? No. It's um the... I believe <laughs> <laughs>
2: There'll be some listeners really, really, that'll know when I was this really I was really
1: leading on the booking it's, a, it's the second smallest Canary Island oh. You fly to Tenerife and get a ferry for two hours It's, it's got lots of little villages and gorgeous views We'll be going there in March Not well,
2: that sounds like mm. a Bit
1: of forward planning Clang I know so yeah. Yeah. so yeah It's going very well You'll be listening So yeah. <laughs> I was <laughs> going to say, I feel like I should be doing something like that? Nah. No. Nah, no, nah, no, you're going to be far too for all that shenanigans. Yeah. Nah, no, that's not really
2: where we are
1: now. But yes, it's all going very well. So. Alright, I thought yeah. we were all going fast. Oh, sorry. Oh. oh, yeah. Okay. We're going to say
2: you're clapping. <laughs> it deserves a round of applause. Oh, congratulatory Yeah.
1: <laughs> it just exactly. deserves a round of applause. These thing's not happening.
0: Aww. Oh. But so yeah. it's good. It's nice to see you happy, Pippy. Yay. It is nice.
1: Yay. It is good. Thanks. So, Cheers so... guys. Yep. Yeah. Cheers, <laughs> thanks a lot.
0: We've actually come we've actually run over quite a lot today. Uh, so let's go into the last segment. So Frankie.
2: Frankie. <laughs> Hi.
1: Hi.
0: We need to top up Frankie's glass.
1: Oh, what's wrong with my glass? Well, you need a it little empty. bit more. It's oh. it's like... Well, we were going to talk about... Ooh. Like Ooh. Uh. Ooh. So, Frankie, I hear that you are quite passionate about climate change.
2: <laughs> <laughs> One of my many passions, yeah.
1: And today is the first day of the protest in London for extin- Extinction Rebellion. Oh,
2: the, o- the autumn...
1: What is, Extinction Rebellion. What do you think about that? <laughs> about <laughs> Extinction
2: Rebellion. I like Michael Parkinson. What do you think about yeah.
1: that?
2: Uh, I'm not personally part of Extinction Rebellion, but I but I love it and think it's great. Okay. Um I'm I'm a bit of a I'm a bit of a policy nerd, so I like to do uh, work with pet councils uh, to see where they can sort of better their carbon neutrality okay. so that's the sort of thing yeah. that I do as well as generally ranting about how much littering is happening mm. um, and trying to reduce my own carbon footprint which has been a bit of a a bit of a uh, you like a heavy well. yeah me, j- me and
1: Warren are cycling to like <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, no we go it. it's Ooh. so you,
2: the more you dig into it, the more you just you end up becoming just full of contradiction because I'm I'm an environmentalist and an eco feminist, but I have booked a flight to Japan. <laughs> so it's like, where do you reconcile that? So it was like, but I found this thing where you can buy obviously the well, the the best thing would be for me to not go. But I think that might be the end of my relationship. If I suddenly <laughs> say to my partner, oh, I'm not going to go with you to Japan, I think he would be really pissed off. So, um, but I found this thing where you... Does
1: do- he not like Cleethorpes? What's wrong with Oh, it's to let's,
2: let's get the train to Darlow again yeah. for the millionth time. Um... <laughs> But you can, I mean, one one way for me to reconcile that is I found websites where you can essentially buy carbon credits. So if you know that what your carbon footprint is for the year, you can essentially go on these websites, you can pay money to that will offset your carbon footprint but how do they do that well that money goes into initiatives oh that i see help, okay so it's like a uh, donation sustainability yeah right so mm. that's how that's i'm gonna better. get around this for now but for sure i need to just stop playing uh, it's gonna be a really tricky conversation with, <laughs> with with jack to go like look mate we we just can't do these kind of holidays anymore like if we need to go somewhere we're gonna need to train travel in, yeah. lo- in lieu of a solar powered yacht <laughs> we're, gonna, <laughs> we're gonna have to train travel um yeah it's hard
0: yeah like i think there's so many times where yeah i thought i was doing something good and you've corrected me going actually no you're
2: not and i'm like
0: oh <laughs> frank is definitely a teacher <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's so difficult i think because this whole like extinction rebellion thing is so long overdue oh yeah but at the same time like is it the only way of us doing things is it the only way that we can stand up and say something There's been the, we've had conversations earlier about like where is it you individually doing something mm. sort of standing up for yourself and standing up for what you believe in uh, you know like you're saying as an environmentalist versus standing up for the rest of the world or or the world itself or you know like where does that balance sit and the impact that it has it's really difficult because how much do you own as one person how do you and but then at the same time although one voice can be so powerful
1: Hmm. i think it's like what you know everything starts off differently for different people and i think There's things you can do as an individual, like baby steps, like Mm. sorting your own home out and the way you dispose of your waste. Mm. That can just be a simple Mm. thing. It's not, you know, going to change the world, Mm. but it's something that you're doing and then you can become more active as you understand more about it. I think it's um,
2: it's two types of responsibility and they're quite different. I think we've all got individual responsibility. And, and we're all, like, the captains of our own individual ships. Like, yeah. we can do what we can do. But then we also... I completely believe in people power. And I think when people get together and stand up for what they believe in,
1: um,
2: in a way that is visible and public, it makes for change. And I completely believe in that. So I think when I went on the climate strike um, in the, at the end of September, um. And it was incredible, like the amount of people that came out in London, and then and that up, was a across, weekday, wasn't across it? the world. Yeah, it was on a Friday. Yeah, I took annual leave for it, like, and it was it was amazing to be there. And I think it's those kinds of things that do put pressure on not just governments but on corporations as well, because ultimately, you know, the world that we live in, <laughs> corporations are are making decisions based on profitability for their companies. Um, And traditionally, they've not been the most environmentally friendly decisions. But if they can see that like the zeitgeist is everyone wants a more sustainable, more ethical way of being a consumer or of taking part in society, then we're going to That's where they need to go, logically. So it's not just you saying this is wrong. It's you showing the world this needs to change. Mm. And that's where change happens.
1: And I remember, so one podcast we've talked about all this quite a lot is Like-Minded Friends with Tom Allen, Susan Ruffle And he did this whole bit about corporations and people saying, oh, people's love affair with plastic. Mm. People don't have a love affair with plastic. This was his very key point. In the good old days... You used to get your fizzy drinks and your milk in glass bottles. You used to finish them. You used to put them out. You used to take them back to the shop. Yeah. They'd be used again. Yeah. <clears throat> and then we got plastic milk. You know, it's not. And we used to have bags that we would, on trolleys that we would take to the supermarket and mm-hmm. fill up. And we would use those. We wouldn't use plastic bags. Because, you'd
0: have a wicker basket, wouldn't yeah. you? You'd take that to the or shop. You'd or, or you'd have like the trolley
1: yeah. thing and you'd fill yeah, yeah. that up. So it, it's, it's much down to cooperation and now they're finally getting the hint that give someone a bag for life or stop wrapping fruits and vegetables in plastic. Mm-hmm. But we never have this little fabric of plastic. It's complete no. crap. No. And if you look at other countries like Finland, for example, yeah, they produce things in cans, but you take the cans back, they mm-hmm. get recycled, you get money yeah. for it. It was never us. No. It's what we've been fed. so we need to change and it is changing quite rapidly I think especially with supermarkets and stuff like that they're really changing the way that they like I get my food delivered once a month from a supermarket they Mm. now don't deliver it in bags it's all you know loose and you have to I have to bring all my bags for life down and sort it all out and that's good to hear but it's it's I know it's not a big thing but in a way it is because the plastic bags I used to get how many? Yeah, twenty years delivery.
2: Yeah, I mean, p- people ultimately buy what's available, because we we're living such busy lives, and convenience has become such a big part of our lives, that it takes time to source the things that aren't completely covered in plastics if you're wanting to look to reduce your plastics it's really hard and not just hard for trying to find things that aren't covered in plastic it's more ends up being more expensive yeah like when i try and go when i always go for the loose veg it ends up being more expensive than the veg that is coated in plastic and i Can I'm at the point in my life where I can make that decision to go for the loose veg but there are families that won't be able to make that decision because that ends up meaning a much more expensive Mm -hmm. shop for their families that they just can't budget for and I think it's really disgusting that in essence the shops and the corporations are making it so that people are being guilty of doing activities which is detrimental to the planet in a way that they're not and they're not sitting change. with
0: their own values. I think that's one of the things as well. They're having to compromise their own values. But I, that's actually... <clears throat> I got an online shop this week. And like you say, I always uh, I always try to shop at the Co-op in Sainsbury's because they're the most ethical. They've been, like, with all their um, things that they do, <clears throat> they've, the Co-op are by far the most ethical mm-hmm. shop. Mm-hmm. Sainsbury's is the second one. Mm-hmm. So I always try... And make sure I can shop there. But this week, I did a comparison shop. And it was going to cost me £55 more to shop there. Mm -hmm. I can't do that. I cannot Mm -hmm. afford that difference in price Mm -hmm. in a shop when I'm trying to feed, you know, children and cats and me and Mm -hmm. Laurence. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. yeah. It just isn't. And that's where, like you say, you do have that guilt. But it's a value thing as well. Like I I really felt I was... Going
1: against my own values, mm. but then it's—I don't know. It's just this hasn't been put on by us as individuals. You used to put your foot and fashion in a paper bag.
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm trying to save money. Yeah. But also, it's
2: mm-hmm.
1: but detrimental this is... and makes us look bad. Mm. And it—it's like we're all bad, but we're not.
2: No.
1: I think we yeah, were fine for quite made... a long time. And then it was just like, no, let's just wrap everything in crap. And yeah. disgusting. Disgusting.
2: But this is where people power comes in. Because yeah. if everyone basically every time you go at the supermarket, what you buy is a vote for that same product being in the supermarket again the next in time that, you go in there. That capacity, mm. yeah. yeah. So it's I think there's a way of if you're able to not buy that thing that is personally not within like you know not goes along with your values or that you identify as not being sustainable or being bad for the planet is one thing and then if you wanted to go a step further is like the active lobbying to that company to say like look I really love your product but this is really shit like why are you giving this to me in plastic like even I went I'm trying to look at Ways in which I can get hand soap that's not in a plastic dispenser. So I obviously thought, well, I'm just going to get a bar of soap, right? And I go to the supermarket and I have a look at what bars of soaps are there. Um, And they're all wrapped in plastic. It's like, when has a bar of soap been wrapped in plastic? Like, that's ridiculous. Why couldn't you wrap it in wax paper? Like, Mm. how I remember it being when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah,
1: no, that's true, actually.
2: and it's just ridiculous so I end up not buying anything mm. and and I'm going to need to write to those corporations and say really wanted to buy a product, didn't because it, you know I'm trying to avoid this single-use it's stuff it's bizarre
1: isn't it because stuff like I've always done this argument when you buy a pair of like, earphones or headphones and you try to get in them but you need a pair of scissors. You have to buy a pair of scissors that are in plastic to get into the <laughs> earphone packaging that is also in plastic. Like, how much damage can happen to a pair of earphones? A light bulb is in a cardboard box <laughs> and it's made of glass. Where's the logic? Oh my God, I've never thought of that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A smashable thing, that is quite a you do need it, is in a cardboard box and a fucking pair of earphones that are supposed to last you for years... Oh, uh, in plastic, no one could get into. Mm-hmm. What?
0: That's so true.
1: What? Where's that? Where's that? Come on, people. Tell with true. the answer.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That's so
1: true. I think I've just changed the world.
2: Write <laughs> <laughs> to your favourite headphone manufacturer today.
1: Well, exactly. Put me in a box. Yeah, that's true. Because we were giving away wireless headphones last year as part of it a thing they were in a box they were in a box top of a box take them out fine mm. Not in something that is yeah. oh it's like fort knox i said you
2: have even talked about
1: that before That's to your stress
2: yeah well it does it, it completely adds to my stress it adds to my anxiety like i actively feel anxious and and i think my partner jack as well he ends up Getting very annoyed with me because I do if I ever have to buy anything that's in plastic, which inevitably I do um i uh I've got a pile of plastic by the sink that I end up washing and then putting on the dryer because then I collect it to terracycle at the new like marks and Spencer's have this um this scheme at the minute where you can take. Uh, non-recyclable plastics and they will make it into playground equipment. So okay. all that sort of like That's film good. plastics or yeah. like crisp packets or the um, the black plastic that um, their sort of um, ready meal stuff mm-hmm. comes in. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 that yeah. can't be recycled. And so I'm collecting bags and bags and bags of this TerraCycle stuff and to take to the Sainsbury's that does this, which for us actually isn't near where I live. I go to Stratford every week to take this plastic. Do you? And um, it's all right because I need to be in Stratford that day, so it's not like I'm going. <laughs> it's fine. It's it's en route. but um, but it's it ends up being it it causes me such anxiety, you know. Actually, adds to my workload and it adds to my what i feel is my duty in the day yeah. and my it adds to my to-do list and but it i just feel compelled to do it and but it's it, it gets it's a lot and and i do look around like i know where where Vix and i live it's like there's a lot of litter uh, on mm. the floor and honestly it fills me with such anxiety every day when i'm walking down the street and i see plastic crap in like blocking the drains and all in the gutters. Oh, and I just yeah, think that's absolutely. gonna end up in our uh, water systems. It's gonna end up in our rivers. It's mm-hmm. gonna end up in the stomach of wildlife. It's yeah. honestly like a major, major problem with the amount of waste that we produce. But the good thing about the having to physically wash all the plastic that I use to dry and prepare to TerraCycle is that I've become very, very aware of how much plastic I was consuming at that point or, or purchasing yeah. inadvertently. And so that's made me more aware of not trying to bring that into my life because mm. it adds extra work to my life. And, and
1: slowly but surely alternatives are yes. coming yeah. very, very yeah. slowly.
2: Like there's a great zero waste shop not too far from where I live but just far enough that I would need to get a lift there, yeah. which, which ends up, you know, being being a chore. But it's good that it when I can save up enough that I can go to the zero waste shop. The zero waste shops are brilliant; they're really, really good. Um, but we live a life of needing to use the convenience yeah, convenience. that's the problem, isn't yeah.
0: it? Yeah, uh, uh, I think it is just something that trying to convert, like you say, the busy people. Mm-hmm. That's that's a difficult thing. It's a bit like where um one of my friends who will remain nameless um, on Facebook had a massive rant about the last um climate uh, was it Extension Rebellion who did the last um sit down on uh, Westminster Bridge? Or was it, was it Westminster oh, No Bridge? I think it's a different I think Was that a different group? Yeah. I can't remember who it was, but um because he cycles that route every day and he had this was massive rant about it but what I could understand from his point of view is that because he doesn't like you say because you've got the reality of washing it and sort of really being aware of it mm. there's so many people who aren't aware of the significance of it because it hasn't been brought to their attention in their world mm. and it hasn't been translated into their world yet it's how to bring that into them where it's it does strike a reality because mm-hmm. i i sit, I basically press pay with one I closed because I know what i'm doing, but i I have no choice in in financial terms mm-hmm. I do have a choice in financial terms I always do, but it just means that we'll the way we will eat will be very, very different, mm, yeah. you know. So it's kind of like
1: I think you know, these things start off with small steps, and if it's financially limiting, then you can do what you can do and build it from there. Yeah, I think some of the sites that you've talked about, some of the shops that you've talked about, drop up points, we can put on all our social media when we share this podcast mm, yeah. to try and encourage yeah, yeah, people yeah. to. Definitely. Live a better life. I think that's a really and take it from there, really. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. No, it's a. Uh, it's a big thing. So it's that well. I mean, we could sit here all the day. We? Yeah, it's we the could
1: world. sit here all the it's day. The
2: world.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's Earth. hundreds of things that we could do and change, but as long as there is something like you say that we can all individually tackle.
2: Yeah, and it's and it's important to know that no one's expecting anyone to do this all in one go. And if and, exactly. and if anything. It's detrimental to do it all in one go because it takes time to adjust to things. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's taken me time to learn and to adjust about things and um and to do it a bit a bit at a time and to not to not feel anxious about it because it's it's great things that are happening. And the awareness raising that things like Extinction Rebellion and the strikes for climate-causing is incredible. Um, yeah.
1: But also, for a lot of people of a certain age, you're not asking people to change, you're asking people to change back.
2: Yeah. Do what you
1: did before. Yeah. Remember what That's you did true. before. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and you got taught out of it. Yes. By things that were out of your control.
2: And then in a lot of ways, there are things that are much better now than than would have ever been possible you know 20 30 years ago like um we've swapped our energy supplier to a green energy supplier so that all of our electricity is from green sources are sustainable sources yeah. um and then the company that we've specifically gone with have a frac free promise as well so that they promise that no gas that comes in um is from fracking which is great um so there's companies like that which were net wouldn't have been available 30 years ago which is incredible yeah um and yeah there's like electric cars as they become more popular will become more affordable and if you do need a car then that becomes a viable option for families that are looking at um, you know, not wanting to buy super expensive cars. You know, the more that they get used by people who are able to spend a little bit more, it drops the prices down. Mm. So it's just like it, we need to think about it in making the consumer choices when you're able financially to to make those mm. consumer choices because then it drops the prices down for people who
0: yeah who would struggle to do who it would otherwise. struggle
2: to do it otherwise if it doesn't become mainstream yeah.
1: <laughs> oh I love to think about that. Know,
0: <laughs> well, do you know what? Like you say, you know, as long as we all do our little bit and stand up for what we believe in, that's the whole point. I think it's it's understanding what your values are and what what are the priorities for you.
1: Journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. Across. Exactly. So, I say that so. Do do much. we can? Yeah. And then once you've done that, you can do more.
0: So here's to Mother Earth. The rest. Cheers guys. Yay. Thanks for listening. And we'll be back soon with episode twenty-eight.
1: Uh, thanks, Frankie. Oh,
0: Thank you so much so. for coming on. <laughs> and uh, yeah.
1: Happy Halloween. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye.